Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I have a very distinguished guest on the program right now, and he did an amazing series called The Content of Character, which we're going to talk about. His name is Pastor Stephen Broden. And uh, let me just tell you a little bit about him. He did graduate from the University of Michigan, and he has served as an adjunct professor at Dallas Baptist University from 1990 to 92. Uh, and then 10 years in the private sector. And uh, he founded the Fair Park Bible Fellowship Church in 1987. So he's been pastoring for a very long time. And he also is a speaker of the Tea Party movement, which of course we all followed him. We're very thankful for the Tea Party. And he's been on Fox News and Glenn Beck and amazing shows, uh, all these shows, including The Remnant now with me, Pastor Broden. Welcome to the program, sir. It's good to be with you. Thank you, sir. And you are out here really fighting for our republic, for our nation, and standing for truth and righteousness. And uh, why don't you begin by just telling us what you're up to and uh, some of the things that you're doing right now? Oh, you bet. Um, well, I, I don't need to tell you, but perhaps uh, someone in your audience uh, need to recognize that there's an urgency in our nation today. That yes, we sir. are a nation that is on the edge of flipping away from our Judeo-Christian ethic yep. and our constitutional um, basis to a socialistic paradigm. Yep. And uh, as a result of that, uh, there's a need for us to be aware of what's going on and why it's going on, and then appropriately responding out of our uh, constitutional rights. Um, the content of character series was pulled together because there was a need for us to go into the black community yep. and to awaken them to the fact that there has been an exploitation of them on the part of the Democratic Party. And that is, they have been exploiting our community, arousing our emotions based on uh, a, a historical reality that did exist, Jim Crowism and slavery and so forth, double standard, uh, second class citizenship and racism. They right. use that to quicken an emotional response against the Republican Party. Right. Uh, in other words, the narrative of what the, the Republican Party is has always been defined by the Democratic Party in our community. Mm. That's right. a, a very negative thing. Sure, sure. However, what 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 the failure is, the greater failure is the failure of the Republican Party to counter that narrative and to define themselves in our community. They don't do that. Yes. And even to this day, they don't do it. And uh, so there was a need for us to go into the community and to uh, let them know that this has been the reality that has been going on in our community. We are very emotional about those issues. And when we hear somebody is a racist man, we put up our guards, we don't wanna hear any other narrative and we are manipulated and maneuvered into voting for a political party that has done absolutely nothing mm. to advance our community's greatest need of education and economic development and, uh, and other kinds of job creation, so forth and so on. I don't yes. need to tell you all the details of that, but that's the fact. I have a book that's called Pawns for Change. Okay. Pawns for Change, how the Democratic Party has exploited the black community. You can find it at our website. Go to bravesalt.com and click on content of character series and you can buy the book there. 
So what we've done is we went into the community and the, we framed our going in based upon three ideas, information, education, and activation. Right. Information ask and answers the question, what's going on? They don't know what's happening. Oftentimes uh, they're not aware of what's happening politically and they're only responding out of emotions. Right. Education. Why is this happening to us? We begin to examine the why behind the what. Because there is always a why behind the what. That's right. That's right. And out of those two answers or questions, we, we, we activate the community to push back against what is going on. The same idea is happening right now in America. We are in the midst of a transition from a socialistic from a free market capitalistic system into a socialistic paradigm. And it's happening with such rapidity and speed that most Americans don't know what's going on. So right. we, we ask and answer the question for them, what's going on? Why is it happening? And then activating them to rescue our Republic. I think that's where we are right now. I think there's a screaming need for us as Americans to recognize that the only way that this republic will stand is if we stand up and exercise our constitutional rights as the authors and the authority in this nation. As the author of this nation, we the people, yep. and the authority of this nation, we the people, yep. to determine what this government can do and should not do. That's right. That's right. That what, what you're doing is so critical, crucial, and important and timely. And I, I, I definitely feel there's an anointing. This is from the Lord, you know, to appoint people like you at this hour to wake people up and the information, you know, there's an information war, what's happening. And a lot of people are deceived. Even people in the body of Christ are deceived by some of these false narratives. You mentioned socialism and, you know, it, there's an underlining Marxism, you know, like an undertone of Marxism that's been pushed. Uh, some of these organizations, even, for instance, like Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, I, I believe Black Lives Matter 100 percent, but but not the organization where not they say 100 percent. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I mean, and, and as far some as of their, um, some of their rhetoric, there's always a bit of truth mixed in with a whole bunch of lies. Well, and, and, that and, and, and that's what I'm saying. Uh, that, that, so that, I want. The uh, the uh, what I believe is the, the the saying that Black Lives Matter. In other words, Black Lives to me yeah. matter. But All the organization, yeah. <laughs> the organization, you know, right on their website was against the nuclear family. Uh, one of the people that started the organization was uh, an outright Marxist. She even admitted it. Um, you know, we're now seeing it coming in the news cycle where they're spending you know millions of dollars on mansions in Canada and just weird, weird stuff that's coming out. So, you know, that's where I think there's an issue. There was a lot of Christians like myself. I'm a pastor. You know, we believe in, you know, black lives obviously matter. Of course they matter. So when we heard the organization originally, you know, people were on board and then they started finding out what it actually meant and, and that this was a, a, you know, a Marxist organization. Can you speak a little bit to that pastor? Oh, absolutely. Um, what we're seeing is that there is a deception. You know that Colossians chapter two, verse eight says, see to it yes. that no one takes you captive through philosophy, empty deceptions, according to the traditions of men and the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Jesus Christ. We're living in a time of great deception. Wow. And deception is most effective when it has a little bit of truth mixed in with it. 
yes. because people hear that truth and they know that truth and then they respond believing that all is being said is truthful that is not the case black lives matter is a part of a socialistic construct designed for one purpose to divide our nation yes to divide us into groups of victims and victimizers and so that's what that group is all about and we need to recognize what it is here's here's what most americans need to know is that this socialism has been coming at us for a very long time this is yes. not new yes there is an organization at the turn of the 20th uh, the 20th century the 19th to the 20th century there was a group called the fabian socialists mm. and the fabian socialists targeted the power elite and the intelligentsia and convinced them that socialism was a better uh, economic system for them and for their power base and they convinced them of that so when we turn into the 20th century, we had people like Woodrow Wilson and others, uh, John Dewey and other, these uh, all are socialists. Wow. And they brought that socialism in gradually and incrementally into America. Yes. It found its greatest thrust with a, a philosopher by the name of Antonio Grimsey. Uh, you probably know that name. Antonio yeah. Grimsey was a Italian communist philosopher hmm. who was thrown in jail by uh, Benito Mussolini because he was a threat. Right. But while in jail, he was observing what happened in 1917 with the Bolshevik revolution. Yes. Germany. Right. right. And he says that revolution should have sparked a revolution across Europe, but it didn't in Western Europe. So he pondered the idea as to why it didn't happen. And what he concluded was that economic or classical Marxism will not work when Christianity is the profound or the greatest influence in the nation. Yes. Christianity, yes. for him, he identified, is the reason why communism and socialism will not be successful in the West. And wow. so he set in motion what was called a contradiction to classical Marxism. It's called cultural Marxism. Mm -hmm. Cultural okay. Marxism does not emphasize the economic system, but cultural Marxism uh, emphasized the institutions that influence the culture. Wow. Wow. And it, it, it developed over time in the Frankfurt School in Germany in 1929, a group of uh, socialist philosophers got together and created a, a strategy to go in and to flip Western civilization by infiltrating those institutions that most influence them and to destroy capital, uh, Christianity. Mm. That's Antonio Grimsley's pattern. Take a look at what has happened to us over time and over uh, uh the uh last century yeah we have been infiltrated in america and Absolutely. we have been slowly f moving towards a major flip listen to what joseph stalin said hmm. he said america is like a healthy body mm -hmm. its strength is in its patriotism its spiritual life yep. and its moral life if we can undermine them in those three areas, right. America will 
flip from within. Wow. Wow. And, and now look what's happening. Kids. I mean, look at our society right now. They've gone after the church. They've gone after the, you know, I, one of the things I was talking about earlier today, and you might want to speak to this too, you know, there's pastors that have gone woke, you know, and, and they're buying into CRT. They're buying into all these philosophies that are, you know, like I said, and have an under undercurrent of Marxism and communism and division. And, and they're preaching this from the pulpit pastor. What do we do about this infiltration? You know, what, how do we counter this? Well, I, I believe there's a rescue, but let's take a look at what Stalin said. Okay, please. He said their patriotism. It is no longer a, a virtue to raise the flag and say, I am a patriot. I believe in America. God bless America. Right. That you get ridiculed if you wear a flag on your shirt, on your T-shirt. That it has flipped in a nation where it's not necessarily a a positive thing to say that I am a proud American. Look what they right. did to Donald Trump, who talked about yeah. making America great again. Okay. Um, then spiritual life. All you have to do is to look at our youth. They are no longer going to church. Uh, spirituality has been defined by the left and they have no interest in Christianity or Jesus Christ. Mm. They'll give you, well, that's good for you, not for me. That kind of relativistic approach to spiritualism in America. Right. And then morality, morality has been totally defined, Todd, in America, where same-sex men can marry men, women can marry women, and it's right. legal. Right. Sodomy is legal in America. Yep. Gender fluidity uh, is uh, acceptable in America. Transgenderism is a protected class in America. Our morality has been flipped on its head. And the Bible says that which was wrong has become right. And that which is right has become wrong. We are no longer a Christian nation. Hmm. When I heard Barack Obama say that, it made me angry when I heard him say that. Yep. But after I sat and thought about it for a while, would a Christian nation allow the murder of over 70 million babies no. while yet in their mother's womb? No, no, a Christian nation wouldn't do that. That's right. A Christian nation would not legalize sodomy. Mm. A Christian nation would not legalize same-sex marriage or, or embrace transgenderism or gender fluidity yep. that there are we they and them and and whatever you want to call us genders yep. that's not from a christian nation no nope. we in america are fighting for our rights right now just to be christians that's right and that's those right. pastors who are quote-unquote woke are playing political correctness yep have abdicated biblical correctness and constitutional correctness to being agents of tolerance. Wow. And yep. tolerance is driving our nation right into the pit. That's right. That's right. Wow. You, you know, you got to think about those words you just said, because they're very powerful and they're absolutely 100% true. Uh, you know, I, our audience is, is definitely educated on a lot of the things that you're speaking about, but one of the biggest questions I get is what can I do? Pastor Todd, what can I do to make a difference? Question. Yeah. I mean, that's what people great ask me question. everywhere I go. Pastor, what would you say to that? Well, there's two things. I believe that the left has been successful because they have infiltrated and control 
all of the major institutions in America that influence us today. Let's list them out. Corporations and businesses, that's one. Yep. Academia, the arts, major media, yep. government, the family, and the church. Those seven institutions influence us most in the public square. All of them, I submit yes. to you today, yep. are under the control of the liberal left and human secularism. All of them. That includes the church. Wow. Now, the, 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 there's two types of church. So let me define it real quickly because we get a little upset here. <laughs> there's the cultural church, and then there's the biblical church. The yeah. biblical church is still under the auspices and under the authority of the Spirit of God, under the leadership of Jesus, who is the Christ. That's so That's true. Where I'm standing. I don't know about yep. anybody else. Definitely. That's where I stand. Yep. yep. But the cultural church is in the hands of the liberal left liberal theology, liberation theology, critical race theory, critical theory, uh, social justice, intersectionality, all that stuff is influencing the church right now, the cultural church. Yep. Yep. So how do we get it back? We need to go back and get those institutions back, bring them back under the authority of the Judeo-Christian ethic and the constitution of the United States. How do we do that? Well, I think there's a way to do that. In a book titled, We Still Hold These Truths, Matthew Spaulding says this, that there are 10 principles that are responsible for the greatness of our nation. We need to know what those, those founding principles are, re-engage them, re-embrace them, push them back out into the public square, teach them to our children, get it back into the public conscience of the American citizens who are blown away by what is happening right now and oblivious to the threat that they're facing. Yes. What are those 10 principles? And that's the question. Ask anybody, what are the principles that founded this nation? Most people can't tell you, mm. but there are 10 of them. Yeah. One, liberty. Liberty. Liberty is the means by which we uh, exercise common sense and control over our freedoms. Most people say, well, I'm free. I'm free. Well, freedom is ca chaos. Right. It really is chaos. If I am absolutely free, I can do what I want to do. You know, watch out. I'm going to rob a bank or I'm going to take your money. I'm going to invade yeah. your refrigerator and come into your house. <laughs> right. Free, right. 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 No, but liberty is what we want. Liberty is control of our freedom, common sense use of our freedom. Equality. Our nation was founded on the principles of equality. That hmm. all men are created equal. That's right. And endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Among them, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We're not at equality anymore, right, in America. We're hmm. at equitable outcomes. Wow. That's different from equality. That is. That we all That you and I are equal to pursue and do what we want to do. But equitable outcomes mean that when you get an A, I got to get an A too. Although I didn't do the work that you did. <laughs> that's true yeah it's crazy that's that's everybody that's gets an award you know it doesn't matter if you want or not that's socialism you know. uh natural rights we were founded on natural rights consent of the governed, religious freedom mm. private property yep the rule of law mm. constitutionalism self-government and independence that's 10. Yeah. 
those 10 principles are not talked about in the public square. Those 10 principles are not taught to our children any longer. And we don't know what it, what it is and what they are and how we can use those to rescue this republic. Right. Because that was the birth of independence and the birth of our nation were founded on those principles. That's we need right. to revisit them, reorient ourselves with them, recalibrate our moral compass with them and yes. pursue the, the principles that made this nation great. Again, that's the rescue, Todd. I believe that. I love that. And you're 100% spot on. And I think everybody needs to familiarize themselves with those 10 principles and, and also just with our constitution, the Declaration of Independence, you know, all of the things that made this country great. And by the way, the covenant that we made with God, because, you know, God chose Israel, America chose God, and uh, we have walked away from God. And it's time to return to our first love, Jesus Christ. And as you said, a nation's not going to stand uh, without morals, without biblical principles, without, you know, the, the foundations that have made this nation great. I remember watching something recently, a doc film, and they were sharing about how the Chinese communists did a, uh, like a survey on America, and they were trying to figure out what it was that it made, made America so powerful all these years. And they looked at the educational institutions, they looked at our military, they looked at everything. At the end of the survey, they found out that what it was, was our faith. And I think you mentioned something very similar. And that is it. And, and we walked away from that. The church got complacent. We got apathetic. Uh, you know, we allowed an infiltration. Uh, you know, the Bible says a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Well, we, we let a lot of leaven in, you know, yeah, compromise. We, we let and, these yeah. secular, atheistic people bully us into becoming quiet about our faith. Yes. Uh, and tricked us and duped us in separation of church and state, which is not even in the constitution is not anywhere in the founding documents at right. all. Right. They duped us into that. And now most people are God hating secularists who are pushing God away. Yep. Here's what, what most people don't understand that America was founded on a religious based heritage of Liberty under law. Yes. That's common knowledge. Yes. And that the constitution was written by our founding fathers to limit the government, not the people. That's right. And that's, that's right. it's been reversed. That's right. It's been reversed. And, and I think it was Jefferson who said this, or and it was Benjamin Franklin or Jefferson that said this, that when the people fear the government, that's tyranny. Yes. But when the government fears the people, that's liberty. That's right. That's right. What's As it should America? be. We're all afraid. Yeah. We're sitting around here afraid of being, losing our license, losing our ability to practice our medicine in America or, or get, lose our jobs because we're going against a mandatory jab or a uh, necessity for us to take some kind of vaccine, all that, we're afraid. Right. And fear is not from God. That's right. God right. said, I did not give you the spirit of fear or timidity, but yes. of power, love, and a sound mind. That's what God gives to us. Yes. But That's fear right. is an instrument used in the hands of the bully yep. to make us do what they want us to do. That's right. You're operating in fear, you're not rational. You're not right. rational. You don't rationalize. What you do is that you, you are so afraid you'll listen to anybody to tell you to do anything and you'll do it in order to get from under the threat. Yeah. And that's where we are. 
So, you know, there was this this black robe regiment in the early stages of our country, very influential in making sure that the pastors were standing and pushing back against tyranny. And uh, I really believe the pastors need to stand. The people of God need to stand, uh, you know, like you said, not have fear. Uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, authority, sound mind. Uh, so now, you know, we're in this, this precipice moment where I think, you know, do you feel like it's gone too far where there's no turning back, Pastor Broden, or do you feel hopeful that we could turn this around or kind of where, we, where are we on the timeline here for our nation? Human destiny is square in the hand of God. Yep. It's never too late. Uh, I think uh, if my people who are called by my name yes. would humble themselves, uh, seek my face and turn. There's the key. Yep. And turn from their wicked ways. Then and only then will they hear from heaven. That directive is not for America. That directive is for God's people. Come on. It yep. is the Christians and the faith community that need to repent. Yes. And turn yes. away from trusting political parties, trusting an individual, Donald Trump, Republican Party, anything but God. That's we right. need to be trusting God and Come we need on. to be listening to him right now. The, the Greek word for listen is akuo. Akuo means to hearken unto and abide by what God is saying. And that what needs to happen right now. That's, <laughs> That's right. what needs to happen. So it's never too late. We can repent. We can turn and God can put a pause on this juggernaut that's mm. pushing us towards one world government and a yep. global reset. And by yep. the way, those things will happen. Bible yep. forecasts it will happen and it will happen. The question that's is right. when and when? how. Yep. I believe everything that is required for the Antichrist system is in place right now. Wow. Everything. It's amazing too. You know, I mean, you and I have never met before, but you know, you came highly recommended and I can see why, you know, and uh, you know, I'll tell you the, the thing that just blows my mind though, is that what you're saying is exactly what the Lord's been speaking to my heart. And there, like you said, there's a remnant and the Lord is raising up a remnant for a time as this, I really believe and people that are awakened by the Holy spirit and given direction and, and God is bringing that remnant together. And so I'm excited to see what God is doing in this hour. The harvest is plentiful. I mean, I've never seen so many people line up to get baptized, to get saved and set free and healed and delivered. So I'm encouraged by that. I'm encouraged by pastors like yourself that are standing up, speaking out. And uh, I, I just, I love what you had to say. It was very, very informative. How can we find your information online? How can we follow you? How can we know about some of the things you're up to, Pastor? Uh, Bravesalt.com. That's brave, B-R-A-V-E, salt.com. I love it. And you go there, look for content of character series. And there's a number of things that are on that splash page that will help people to get involved, to know what to do. We have a public school exit to take your kids out of these Luciferian uh, institutions of indoctrinations that are happening called public schools right now. How to get your kids out of there and how to do it in a way that doesn't impact you necessarily financially. Um, then there is Salt and Light is an organization where it helps your church know yeah. how to engage the political process. Click on that and it's a whole series of things that you can do. People, there are people who are innovating and creating for Christians 
to protect us from this evil that is out there. We need to access that. God is raising us up. But you know, Todd, the voice of Jeremiah was a voice of warning. Yes. And they didn't heed to it. That's true. I believe God is raising up right now the voice of Jeremiah, yep. the voice of Elijah and yep. Elisha. Yep. That ministry is, I believe, is coming back into play. Yep. And it's a warning voice that if you don't turn from your wicked ways, the hammer of God is coming down. Come on. I see the hammer. Yeah. I see it. And there's no guarantee that America is going to stand. In fact, the Bible says every nation of the world will turn against Israel one day. And that includes this nation. Hmm. That includes this nation. Hmm. The issue is, are we listening? Are we listening? Jeremiah chapter, um, what is it? Uh, 29 or 28. It says, um, my shepherd have not fed my sheep. And because you have not fed my sheep, I'm about to deal with you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know that scripture? I do. He says, I'm about to deal with you. You don't want to be on the dealing end of it. <laughs> right. Exactly. I, I, that's where we are. Yeah. I, I hate to say it has to be negative like that. No. But we need to be honest about assessing where we are because the best way to turn out from the way we are and how we are is knowing the truth. That's right. Well, you know, it, there's a lot of people prophesying, but a lot of the prophecy is very positive. And, you know, I'm not against positive proph prophecy, but you got to look in the Bible and a lot of the prophets were giving warnings like Pastor Broden is talking about right now, like Jeremiah, for instance. So, you know, it, it, it is really an if my people moment. And, uh, you know, it's we, we, we can make the decision to turn back to our first love, Jesus Christ, and the church can wake up or we could go into captivity like Israel did several times. And so uh, we're praying uh, for the first. Right, Pastor? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and I don't mind positive um, prophecy. Right. <laughs> In fact, uh, the Bible gives us positive That's prophecy, right. but it also warns us. Yes. And I think it is naive on the part of some of these guys who are prophesying right now, I have people just really throw stones at me because I was telling them that maybe you're wrong on that. Mm. But America is rebelling against God and we are not embracing the things of God. We're moving rapidly away from God. We're not, mm. we're killing babies. Yeah. We're killing babies daily. And we are affirming perversion in the public square. Yeah. Are you seeing that? I asked these prophets that. Are you seeing that? God sees that. And how can God bless that mess? He will not until we reject it, turn it off, and turn it out. Yes. I don't see anybody moving to do that right now. There, there has to be repentance. We're asking God to bless us. Oh, God bless us. Well, you know what they're asking for, really, Todd? I thought about this. They're asking to maintain their lifestyle. Wow. And the comfort and the convenience that we have in America. Ain't that the truth, man? What has blinded the church and, and made us impotent is because we are materialistic and we're self-aggrandizing and self-focused. Oh, God bless me. I don't want to have to suffer like this. Yeah. My Bible says, take up your cross and follow me. Come on. I'm, that, that's, that's like a, a, a mic drop right there. <laughs> that's just boom. Take up I mean, your cross and follow me. Yeah, well, you know, you're speaking truth, Pastor Broden, and, and we appreciate you, man. Uh, I, you know, I, I just realized where I heard about you, Dran Reese. 
who is at uh, Salt and Light, and and she told me oh, yeah. I have to have you I have to have you on the program sometime. And look how Glenn, the Lord has Glenn, it. Glenn and I are working together. We're partners in Content of Character. Yeah. Salt and Light Public School Access. That whole flash page you'll see that I am working with her on that. I'm on her board. And, uh, and so we are moving to try to provide an alternative based upon innovation and creativity and the wisdom that God has given to us. The Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Yes, what do we do yes. in this moment? I believe we trust God and open our ears and listen to him. Yes. Ask and you shall be given to you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. Yes. Our help comes from God. Amen. Amen. Well, that, that's a great uh, place to, to end right now. Pastor Stephen Broden, you are amazing. We are going to be following your work, sir. Uh, we honor you. We thank you for being on the broadcast. And I just want to reiterate, I know what I was saying, but Black Lives Matter, you're probably thinking, what, what broadcast am I on? Is this guy supporting me? <laughs> no, so I just want to make it clear, but you know, uh, it's exactly. All lives I know what you're saying. All <laughs> lives matter. Yeah, just all, all lives, lives, you know, and, and I had uh, uh, Kevin McGray on the program from uh, Every Black Life Matter, and he was talking about, you know, uh, just an amazing, I mean, you know, critical race theory is is unforgiveness. You know, we, I never thought of it that way, but it's basically, you know, uh, opposite of what Dr. Dr. Martin Luther King was standing for, which is content of character, exactly what you're saying. Not the color of your sin, but the content of your character. And so, uh, man, what a powerful message. What a powerful message. Uh, why don't you give us some final words here before we go? Final words. Um is that we need to re-engage our Judeo-Christian ethic as a nation and embrace and give to our children the principles that launched the greatest nation on the planet Earth. That nation is our nation, and it was undergirded by a Judeo-Christian ethic and 10 founding principles. God bless you. All right. Thank you, sir. Mr. Broden, Pastor Broden, thank you very much. We'll put the website below, and we'll be back with the Todd Coconaut Show.